Welcome to Friend Wings Podcast, where Smashville and Hockey Town collide. And now your hosts, Brett and Ron White and D-Law, Dan Lawless. Welcome to episode 66. It's been a while since we last recorded. Here it is in the summertime, uh, August to be exact. Uh, last time we record was, well, the finals are still going on, I believe, June. So a lot, lot been, uh, a lot of stuff has happened since our last show. Is that right, Ron? Uh, yeah, I mean, just in terms of obviously like trades and, and free agency and uh, just some guys being shuffled around. Uh, we just felt like it was a good idea to hop in and just kind of give the up-to-date of what's going on and where people are as we start heading into the backstretch here of the, you know, of the off-season. So, yeah, let's get started. Let's kick right <laughs> in. Here we go. Um, so, before we get into that, I know we had, you know, last last left off with the uh, – the Vegas Golden Knights winning the Stanley Cup, and I just want to, you know, how they became, you know, it seems like they just, like, came out of nowhere and, you know, with a little help with the uh, expansion draft and all that, but I don't know if anyone really knows about the the Vegas owner, uh, Bill Foley. Uh, just, I, I'm not going to spend a lot of time. I just want to briefly, you know, what his background is. Uh, he was actually, uh, he was in the U.S. Air Force um, when he was you know, younger, um, but he made his money. He was a corp- corporate law and um, pretty much started Fidelity National. Um, so that's pretty much where he got his millions from. Um, uh, he's the, uh, he was the chairman of the Black Knight Incorporated it's a software, um, so that's probably how, pretty much why, probably why he be, why he started the, uh, what why he made you know the name the Golden Knights, uh, probably had something to do with that. Um, so just a little background in him. I, I I personally didn't know anything about him. So so anyway, that's it for that. Um, Let's just move right into the draft. Um, I know it's been a while. I, I'm not going to spend too much time. I just want to just briefly go through the first round draft picks, um, and then we'll go more in depth with our the Predators and the Wings. Um, obviously, you know Chicago. You know they got the number one pick because they the NHL pretty much wanted to counter him, then get a counter Bernard, and he went first. Um, Anaheim Ducks picked uh, Leo Carlson, number two. Uh, the Columbus Blue Jackets picked Adam Fantilli, third. I was just sure. hoping that he would, you know, that Detroit would be high enough to at least get Fantilli. I like, I like that kid. And then the Sharks picked William Smith, and Montreal picked David Reinbacher. And why don't you take the next five? Well, then your boys get Air- yeah. Arizona. Uh, your your boy. Not mine. Um, I'm gonna probably butcher this. Dmitry Simashev. Um, right on. And then Philly snagging Matvey Mitchkov. 
Ryan Leonard dropping to the Capitals and Detroit taking Nate Danielson. I'm sure you'll talk about him more in depth when we do our teams too. Yeah, a little bit uh, for what we know about him. And Dalibor Dvorsky uh, going to the Blues at number 10. And then Vancouver with the 11th time Will Ender. Uh, he was a defenseman. Coyotes get another pick. They got that one from Ottawa. Uh, I'm not sure which trade. Uh, Daniel bought a boot. I screwed that one name up. And then the Sabres with their first pick and number 13 picked Zach Benson. And the Penguins picked Braden Yeager. And then the Predators with the 15th pick picked a right winger, Matthew Wood. Dude, I like now. I know we're not going to talk too much about him, but did you watch any of the draft when they had Bedard and they were interviewing him? I didn't see any draft, and I've been kind of out of loop for a while um, as far as any they, news they coming. They were talking to the, uh, I don't know, I forget who was broadcasting it, but they were talking to um, Connor Bedard, and they had asked him, like, what do you think of Zach Benson? He goes, that's that's a good pick. He was one of the toughest people I ever had to play against. So, I mean, that just tells you that the number one, you know, pick in the draft, like Connor Bedard being the, the golden child of the NHL right now, really had a lot to say about Zach Benson. So, I don't know. It's Buffalo being somewhat of our hometown team. It'll be interesting to see how this kid does. And then rounding out the rest of the first round, uh, Calgary picks Samuel Hanzek. And Detroit had another pick, um, which they got from Vancouver through the Islanders. I, I'm sure you'll talk about how they how that went down. Axel Sundin Pelika. Uh, Winnipeg Jets selected Colby Barlow. And then Chicago's uh, next pick they got from Tampa Bay, Oliver Moore. Seattle with uh, selected Edward Sale. Minnesota selected Charlie Strammel's uh, first-round picks. The Flyers uh, took Oliver Bonk, a defenseman. I believe he's the son of Radic Bonk. Uh, if anyone realize, knows him, I remember seeing him play. Uh, Radek, that is. The Rangers selected Gabe Perot. No relation to, uh, I don't believe he's a relation to Gilbert Perot or the Sabres. And the Predators get another pick from in the first round from Edmonton. They selected Tanner Melendyke, and He's a defenseman, but uh, I'll talk more about him later. But I'm really, really happy about that pick. And then uh, St. Louis selected, uh, they get them from Toronto, uh, that pick from Toronto. Uh, Otto Stenberg, the Sharks got this pick from New Jersey, uh, the 26th pick. Quentin Musty, and then Colorado with the 27th pick. Select Callum Ritchie, and then Toronto through Boston, or Washington through Boston. Uh, Easton Cowan, and then St. Louis, another first-round pick, 29th uh, from Rangers through Dallas. Theo Lindstein, and then Carolina, with the 30th pick, selected Bradley Nadeau, and then 
Colorado had the 31st pick from Montreal through Florida, and they selected Mikhail Guliev. And then the rounding at the first round with the 32nd pick because they won the Stanley Cup, the Vegas Golden Knights selected a center, David Edstrom. So that's the first round. Um, I probably want to go more in depth um, before we hit the free agency part, or do we want to jump into the free agency and then go back to the our team's draft? Okay, so uh, we'll start with Detroit on the, on the draft. Uh, just I'm not sure how many picks they've had, um, or how many. How many picks did they have this year total? Um, like five or six? They had like two in the first round. They had two in the 11, second, or three in the second. Oh, geez. So they had almost as many as Predator. So let's, dive, let's just dive right into the, to Detroit here. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not going to get too crazy on this, and I'm going to tell you why. Because as a Detroit fan, and getting into it, I'll, I'll be talking about him a little bit later, but you get a guy like Philip Zadina who goes first overall and, you know, is supposed to have some killer blowout phenomenal year. And he's a dud. It's hard to make a splash in this league. It's hard to come in and really make an impact. I mean, it's very, very, you know, it's not very often you get a Crosby or Matthews. Now we've got a Bedard, but even he's not proven yet. For all we know, when he gets into the big league, he could be injury prone. You know, he could be a bust. We don't know. But, um, you know, now that I've gone off on that little tangent there, um, I'm not really excited until I see what they can produce. I, I'm hopeful, but let's go through it here. So we have Nate Danielson. Um, I'm just going to go in order, and I'm just going to talk about a couple of people here. Uh, but Nate Danielson, Axel Sandin Pekalika. Trey Augustine, Andrew Gibson, uh, Brady Cleveland, Noah Dower-Nilsson, Larry Keenan, Jack Phelan, Kevin Bicker, Rudy Guimund, and Emmett Finney. Um, now, Nate Danielson, you know, he's he's a bigger boy, six foot two, uh, right around between probably 180, 200 pounds. Uh, you know, he was playing for the the Brandon Wheat Kings, and uh, they're in the WHL. And last year he played 68 games, had 33 goals, 45 assists, uh, totaling 78 points uh, was with 38 penalty minutes. So, um, you know, they, they watching some of his film, he's a bigger, you know, stronger forward. So, that's something Detroit's kind of lacked in their game is a guy that I don't want to say gets scrappy, but a guy that gets scrappy. So that's, that's a kid that, you know, I'm excited for him. I'm, I'm hopeful that, you know, within the next three years he can break the lineup and, you know, maybe even next year, you know, I, you just don't know. So, you know, he's 18. Um, I just think he's got, he's got some pretty decent potential. So, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I just, it, it's, it's hard to, it's just hard to get excited about somebody. I mean, it wasn't a, a great draft, but, um, you know, but anyway, so we'll get, let's get, let's talk about Axel Sandin, uh, Pelika. 
Um, so he's another 18-year-old. He's a little on the smaller side. He's a defenseman, five foot eleven. You know, shows here 176 pounds. So he's not like he's not he's not a big big boy. He's um, they're saying he's pretty athletic. He can move. Um, he's not afraid to to create a little bit of offense. It looks like he had 31 games with 16 assists or 16 goals, 20 assists for 36 points and 64 penalty minutes. Um, you know, watching some film, it looks like he is on the, the grittier size. So, hoping hoping he'll be able to break in there. I think he would be a good a good second pairing. You know, someday someday with a guy like Mort Sider. You know, have young, solid duo. Um, we'll see, we'll see. But yeah, those those are a couple of the the highlighted picks that Eisman had, and hopefully these guys fall into place with the Eiser plan because it's it's hard to to see it so but these these kids will help down the road we need this depth how about you how, how'd the preds how'd the preds play? well they had 11 selections and they had eight, uh, they drafted eight forwards two defensemen and a goalie which hopefully is better than the one they got in the minors right now um <clears throat> But, uh, you know, as I mentioned, uh, Matthew Wood, uh, the first first round, um, back, the, 50, the first pick for the Predators and the 15th overall, um, he was the number four ranked uh, North American skater in the, in the pre-draft. Uh, he's currently at the University of Connecticut. He was a freshman last season. He had led the team in points with 34, 11 goals, and 23 assists. He's six foot four, 197 pounds. Um, so, not a not a bad size. Um, probably could be a little bit, you know, at that being that tall, could be a little bit heavier. I think, um, you know, especially you know if he wants to make the NHL. Um, but then this Tanner Mollendike, he was twenty uh, fourth. He is in the the WHL uh, with where does he play? Um, the Blades, whatever. Uh, I'm not sure who the Blades are in the WHL. Can't remember what team that is. Uh, he's five eleven, hundred eighty one pounds, so pretty decent size for his for his height. Um. And know uh, he's a defenseman. He had three goals and five assists in eighteen. That was the postseason games. Um, but uh, and 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 this is what the, this is in the WHL. Um, oh, it was uh, Saskatoon. Um, Saskatoon, which he led. He actually they were in the Eastern Conference Final. Um, in that I didn't realize the WHL had that because I thought they. They had the uh, Memorial Cup, but um, I guess the final, whoever wins that final must go to that. But anyway, he played in uh, 67 games uh, played. That was a career high for him. Uh, Nine goals and 20 assists. And doesn't remind me, don't don't remember, he's a defenseman, not a forward. So that's pretty respectable for a defenseman. Uh, 37 points. 
but uh, yeah, he pretty pretty good upside, I think. Um, and he, he's uh, can't remember how old he is. He's very young. Um, um, but going back uh, just briefly to Matthew Wood, uh, he was he's kind of been um, kind of compared to Tage Thompson. Uh, so if he's got anything anywhere like that, um, it's gonna be a pretty good, uh, pretty good uh, pick for the Predators. Um, Remember, it took Tage of several years to develop to what he is now. Tage did not come in the league and blow everything out of the out of the water. Uh, two years he did. Are you sure? He was in the, in the league for two years, wasn't he? But anyway, um, um, no, the Predators actually traded up in the second round. Um, they actually gave the traded uh, gave Detroit the number the forty seventh pick and um, the also Tampa Bay. But the the pick that they traded Detroit, they they drafted uh, forward Felix Nilsson. He's a six foot, hundred eighty seven pound center. Um, so the Predators are getting pretty depth of center again. Um, seems like they're seems like the Predators are always years. Okay, not in NHL, not all of them's Buffalo. But anyway, um, St. Louis, Buffalo, 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 Buffalo. Oh, I thought he was a draft pick of Buffalo. But anyway, um, going back to the uh, the Felix Nilsson, um, no, that he was a a center. It just seems like. The Predators have always been had a lot of depth at defense and center. Um, basically, you know, I, I guess that's what you want to be at, but you want depth at wings too, and and maybe even goaltenders. But so so they're they're getting depth at center again, and um, trying to rebuild that defense. They've always been really really good defense score. Um, we'll get back, we'll get into that and when we talk about free agency, um, but wrapping up, um, uh, you know, their final pick in the second round is the Predators selected, uh, Kalen Lind. He's a six foot, 158 pound left wing. Um, he was in a WHL. He had career highs with 28 assists and 44 points. Um, which led and he led their team to the second round of the playoffs. Um, but um, yeah, those are the real ones that are you know that really really stick out. So we'll, we'll see how these how this draft cla- draft class uh, shapes up in in the next few years. So. That's uh, pretty much all I got for the for the draft. Um, I'm sure I'll be talking about these guys more, you know, coming up in the regular season. And I, it's been so long, I totally forgot to mention our social media. Oh, at the top of the show. Oh, fired up. I, I must be. I must be low loser. So, um, but you know, you can always catch us on um, our social media, Facebook. Uh, we're uh, and Discord and Instagram, 
uh, Pride Wings podcast and Twitch. I think it's still, or uh, yeah, Twitch as well. And Twitter, I think it's still called Twitter. X, and call it. You're more on. I'm still going to call it Twitter. I don't care. So I don't know what they got to change that stupid. So, and then uh, YouTube uh, as well as on at Predwings Pod. And then their email is PredwingsPodcast at gmail.com. Don't bother emailing us right now because I know it's going to be a lot of hateful stuff. Or maybe not. I <laughs> know. <laughs> uh, we always get a lot of love. Um uh, but you know, I, I'm sure we'll talk about this later towards towards uh, wrap of the show. But I think that we're gonna have some interesting things coming up for our season three show, um, or season three, not season three show. Hopefully, it's gonna be more than one show. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. so the way the summer's been going, but yeah, that's the way summer's been. Uh, so I guess that we can roll right into the free agency now. What a busy free agency! I, I don't even know how to tackle this one. <laughs> um, I guess we can just start with Let's just um, call it like the off season cuz do, do you want to talk I mean are we talking about I, trades at all? Well, that's well, I guess we can do trades but we can start with free and see first. Sure. Um let me just you know the prayer's been pretty busy. Uh so I know one of the big big names that they signed was uh Ryan O'Reilly. That's a huge, huge signing for them. I, I think it's gonna be great. Um, he How signed long a, of a deal was that? He signed a four-year contract. Four years. He's old, man. I mean, I hope he's gonna produce. Eighteen million dollars, four years. He's um, well, he had thirty points in fifty-three games for the Toronto and the Blues. Um, I guess that's good. I don't know. Uh, he he's is thirty. He's, he's, he's thirty. Thirty-two years old, though, so he'll probably yeah. he'll probably be the end of his career. You know, if he still he stays the next four, but that's the way things happen. You know, we thought same thing with when Matt Dush, when they signed Matt Duchene to well, that was an eight-year contract, but uh, so they also signed um, uh, Luke Shen. I almost call him Lucas for some reason. I don't know why. Maybe it is Lucas, but Luke. I suppose it could be Lucas. Oh. <laughs> Luke Shen, they signed him to a three-year contract. Uh, that was a $2.75 million. He's 33 years old. So it seems like they're they're going out to the older players. You know, they got these young, young core now. Maybe that's, you know, they signed these older players to help these younger players players that are starting to, you know, that's the, the future is the young guys. Um, and, you know, going on with that, they signed Nyquist. Got, uh, 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 here we go with the Pred, you know, Preds wings. You know, there seems like a a little uh, synergy here between the two teams. You know, X-Wing, uh, X, I don't know where else, Tampa Bay, I don't remember where else he went. Um, but he signed a two-year contract. That's worth three that's three point one annually, so that's a six million dollar contract, I believe. Something like that. It's two two year contract. He's going to get three uh, three per year. He only had twenty seven points with the Blue Jackets in the Wild, though. But he is thirty three, so he'll be thirty five at the end of this contract. So that's probably why it was only two years. Uh, that might be a decent pick. Um, I believe he. 
He played with Forsberg in the June World Juniors, was it? Or the or the Olympics, maybe? It, it, it was in it was in international because there's apparently they're I think they're both Swedish. I didn't realize Gus. I realized, I didn't realize Gus Nyquist was Sweden. I, I wasn't sure where he was from. Um, but that makes sense because he tried drafts him, I believe, right? Yeah. Um, and they like their Swedes. So, yeah, it had to have been either the World Juniors or, or some, you know, because they played together in Sweden. So, with Team Sweden. So, I'm wondering if maybe they'll stick him with on the Forsberg line. Uh, maybe some. I don't know. Depends on, like, I guess it depends on how they, how, how that, What's the handicap line? Um, that would be Forsberg. Everybody, and, everybody, everybody <laughs> over like fifty years old. Well, Luke said as a defenseman, so I guess how, he could. How old is Nyquist these days? I just mentioned that. I think I said he was thirty-three. So oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 he'll right, be thirty-five yeah, right. at the end of the contract. Uh, and then they signed Troy. Is his first name? Yeah, Troy Grosnick. That was a one-year, two-way contract. So it's probably he's a goaltender. So that'll probably be spending more most time in Milwaukee. Then um, he is thirty-three. Uh, that's worth seven hundred and seventy-five at the NHL level. It's a two-way contract. But it wasn't, you know, not a big signing. Uh, they re-signed. Uh, uh, why did I want to say? Oh yeah, it is Cody Glass. Uh, why did I want to say Tanner Glass? It's like getting Tanner's you know, and Glass mixed up. I don't know. Anyway, um, so they signed Cody Glass to a two-year, five million dollar contract. Uh, so that's a huge resigning. Uh, I'm, I'm glad. Very. I'm very. They one of the ones that I was hoping they were going to resign. Uh, they also re-signed uh, Alexander Carrier. That was a one-year, $2.5 million contract. He, he's a defenseman, um, if anybody you know, forgot or whatever. Um, and then they signed, and I'm not sure who he is, never, uh, Jasper Weatherby. Uh, that's a one-year, two-way contract. Uh, he's split between the San Jose, AHL, San Jose, and Grand Rapids. So it looks like he was with San Jose first, or last, I mean. Uh, that's worth, that's, that's worth the league minimum, 725. So that, again, that one's obviously a Milwaukee signing. And, uh, one that's kind of intriguing, uh, Dennis Giranov, a one-year $850,000 contract. He's a former star. He also played for the Canadians. I think that's where he finished. Um, did I say that? Yeah, $850,000. He is 26. So, I mean, he's like, normally that would be like the prime of, of a player. And to sign a one year $150,000 contract that's that's like that's a contract for like a really young player that's hasn't even seen the NHL or a you know older veteran 
um, like Troy Grosnick, um, and you know he's. Uh, I guess he's that kind of a player. I mean, he only had 17 points uh, for Montreal and Dallas. Um, he played six six games, so I guess you know. I I don't. That's obviously that's that's a signing from Milwaukee. I, he might see might see time in Nashville. Um, but again, I think that a lot of these are are, prior, are Milwaukee signings. Other than, I mean, I wouldn't be. I mean. Nyquist will probably see time in Milwaukee too, but I'm sure he'll probably, you know, if they want to spend that kind of money, you know, three million dollars annually, I don't think they want to sit him in, 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 in the AHL, you know, making three million. So, you know, I mean, Luke Shen, Nyquist, obviously Glass will be up in, in Nashville after last season. Uh, O'Reilly and uh, Carrier. I'm sure Carrier will probably, you know, his play earn him a spot. So all the other signings are probably Milwaukee signings. Um, they lost uh, Rasmus Asplund, who they, you know, to Florida, um, which isn't really. <laughs> I didn't think that was a big loss. I I didn't really. I'm not sad to see him go because, I mean, he was only there for a short time. Um, and then, uh, you know, Bor- Borowitschke retired. Um, and then uh, Devin Cooley signed with Buffalo. I think he was a goaltender. Kind of sad to see him go just because they need goaltending and he was really good, especially in the postseason. So I don't know what they're going to be doing for goaltending. And Calfoot is still available. Still, he's still a free agent. Nobody's, you know, cleared him up. Uh, Galchenyuk, um, probably a good thing they didn't re-sign him. Um, Arizona signed him, and then now he's in uh, in a program. Well, um, we might want to talk about that later. I don't know, or 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 not. Uh, Jimmy Huntington is still available. He's basically a Milwaukee player. Um, they'll probably end up resigning because I don't see anybody signing him unless it's for the HL team. John Leonard signed with Arizona. And and then, you know, a couple other players are still out there, like right, Isaac Ratcliffe, who I really I, – I didn't really see him much. But for the little bit that I saw in Nashville, he looked promising. So I'm kind of hoping. I mean, obviously, he'll be in Milwaukee. Um, and then Zach Sanford, he also signed with Arizona. So Arizona seems like the, they're like picking the ki- picking the Predators uh, players out of them. It's like they, they want to – it's like the Arizona Predators or something. I don't know. Um, but that's basically – that's all of the Predators um, – Freedens, at least the notable Freedens, and 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 then went through the signings. Um, so let's uh, let's let's switch over to Detroit before we just talk about some some other just major signings. So I think obviously the biggest thing we have to talk about is giving up Dominic Kubalik, Donovan Sabrango, uh, prospect, and two picks: twenty twenty four first and a twenty twenty four fourth. That fourth, I believe, came from Boston for Bertuzzi. Um, 
and in return, Detroit gets a young goal-scoring <laughs> scorer in Alex DeBrinket. So I think that's going to be huge for Detroit. I think that was a move that really helped the um, – that's really going to help the Wings to, you know, just that's, – that's a lacking point that they've had for several seasons is they just can't put pucks in the net. So I think this is going to be one of those cogs – in, in the whole machine that's going to help Detroit to start putting pucks in the back of the net. Um, the only thing that worries me a little bit is when you've got Jonathan Taves and who's that free agent? Uh, Patrick Kane. Man, I had a brain fart there for a second. Um, but when you have Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves on your line, you're apt to get a lot of goals and a, a lot of assists. So I'm just I'm hoping that Larkin is going to mesh and gel with him and not quite sure who else to put up front. But um, that was a big one for Detroit. And, you know, a less notable trade that they made was future considerations to Edmonton for Clem Costin and Kaler Yamamoto. Uh, which in turn, you know, I'll get to, they just, they dumped Yamamoto. They wanted Clem Costin. Um, big scrappy guy. I think he's a piece that Detroit really has been lacking as well. Uh, so kind of excited to see what he can do. Um, but those are the two trades that are really notable for Detroit. Um, free agency. Um, they made quite a splash in free agency as well. So it'll be nice to see if a couple of these guys um, who are on the older side will you know, be able to re rebirth their careers. Um, we'll start off with JT Comfort coming over from Colorado. He's 28 years old. Uh, you have Justin Hall defenseman from Toronto. He's 31. Uh, Shane got the spear. Uh, he's 30 uh, defenseman from Carolina, uh, right wing from Seattle and Daniel Sprong. I think he's going to be really solid uh, for Detroit. Um, and he's younger. He's 26 played on a good Seattle team. Uh, I think he brings a lot of not only just the mentality, but the uh, the skill to go along with it. And then we grabbed Alex Lyon, who's probably just going to be fighting for a backup position um, this year. Um, and he probably won't even, he might not even make the team. That could just be a Grand Rapids dump. Because uh, we also grabbed James Reimer, who I think will, will be up there. Um, with Huso, so I think it's going to be those two on the bench. Uh, but he comes over from San Jose, and then we grab Christian Fisher, twenty-six center from Arizona. Um, not sure about that pick, but I, you know, from what I've been watching and what I saw, I, I I'm, you know, I, I could get on board with it. Didn't they have a Fisher? Oh, maybe not. I may have been thinking of somebody else, but yeah, I remember. Oh, okay. I don't believe they're related. You know, they're probably the same country, so. It's probably like Robert in our, but I, I yeah I, I remember seeing him in Arizona. There's a few players here that I also you know want to talk about that you know are are kind of important because you've got uh, Philip Zadina. We waived him. You know he just wasn't a good fit. Didn't want to take the the offer. I don't think we really wanted to give him an offer, but he uh, he ended up getting signed by San Jose. So good luck to him. Hopefully a change of scenery will help him out, but I doubt it. He just couldn't hang in the big. Uh, Kyler Yamamoto, like I mentioned before, I think he was just, he came as a package over from 
Edmonton, and we knew we were going to dump them, but we had to help with their cap space to get clean cost in. Uh, Magnus Helberg waved him. Pittsburgh snagged him. So we'll see what he can do in Pittsburgh. Hopefully nothing because I don't like them. And Robert Hag uh, was sent to Anaheim. Uh, he signed in Anaheim. Or signed, correct. So he signed over in Anaheim. But there are still a few players on the board that haven't been signed, or at least that I've seen. So this this may have changed in the last couple of days because I've been Ned. Busy, busy with work. Um, no, he's gone. Um, Suter. No, Suter. this must be up, not updated then. He's still less as a free agent. Oh, he might still be a free agent. I thought he signed somewhere. Nobody wants him. But Suter, Adam Ernie, Joe Valeno, and Chase Pearson um, are all on the unsigned list. And I'm not sure if there's room for any of these guys. And actually, I'm kind of very disappointed with Joe Valeno, so I hope that one goes away. Um, I think he's got potential, but I just think that his on ice actions and that world juniors tournament was just not, not good, not a good look. And uh, I, get- I think I, I just, I, I know you didn't chime in with mine, um, which kind of waiting, but I just want to mention of all, all the ones that are not re-signed. I think they really need to work on Ernie, uh, I like Ernie a lot. Uh, I just, how do you say his name? I think when you sign Kaleem Costin, I think that was kind of the, the writing on the wall for Ernie because he brings kind of a similar but tougher game, a little bit more offense. So I just, I'm not sure. And I also think they need to sign Suter and Pice. I can never say his name right. Mark Pisic? 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 Pisic, yeah. Pizik. Uh those those I think are the three Jason, I don't know. I think they can kind of leave especially with some of the other ones that they just got they resigned some of the draft picks. I think they can find a replacement for him fairly easy. But Ernie was I I think they just need to put him with a they need to put him with a line that, that he meshes. Because when he meshes with those couple of light wingers, he goes off. And but when he doesn't, I, I'm not sure. I, I I didn't really see what what lines he's been on this past season. But I'm sure they you know he's been on different lines. Um, but but as far as Suter and and Pizik, I, that, they're both defensemen, right? Yeah, I don't think you'll see either one. Um, no, no, Suter is not. Oh, okay, so so Susan so Ford, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah, I think they definitely need, they need they need Suter. Even if they, they don't have put, room for him, what, I mean, why do they uh, need him? Defend him. Uh, they need he's he's young, right? Well, who do you move out? Uh, well, they need to. Well, I guess you put him in Grand Rapids, let him develop a little more. Maybe he'll find that spot. And an injury, and and he'll you know just never let it go, and he'll be you know kind of like some of these players. Uh, I can't think of right off the hand that you know for, for you know on our teams that you know they they come in the lineup and and just take off and 
and now said they they don't they stay there. So you know maybe maybe he'll get that break. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just I still don't think he he's gonna be there. Well then, but we can well, we'll have to wait and see. I mean, it all. Well, the prayers don't really have room to sign. I don't think without there. So I, otherwise, I'd say they could sign them. But um, anything more on on uh, as far as you know, there's you know any of their free agency signed or or anything. Before nope. we move on to the big ones. Nope, I already said all the notables. All right, so let's um. Let's just go by just to make it easier. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them, you know. Like like we said, you know, the Anaheim signed Hag, but they also signed uh, Gudis and Kalorin. Those are the biggest signs. They they did re-sign Terry, um, but yeah, Kalorin. That, that that's I was kind of upset at that just because I would have liked him in Nashville, but I know they were probably not at that range yet, but. Um, but those, those are the two big, two big ones. Um, is there any big names that are signed? Uh, don't really see any. Yeah, there's no, well, not any, yeah, but not like major. Yeah, there are. Maybe, no, I mean, as far as Anaheim players. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, Trevor, oh, Trevor, Trevor Zegris. He's still not re-signed. Hmm. Surprise. Maybe he's holding on. Um, Arizona, they signed a... F- we could have three shows on them. Um, I mentioned Galchenyuk, um, but because of his actions, um, I don't really agree with it, but, you know, they terminated his contract, and now he's in, in, uh, in a program, NHL, uh, pro, uh, NHL PA program. So hopefully he'll get the help that he needs. Um, that's all I wanted to mention that. Uh, let's see. You know, they signed Zucker, um, Stetcher, a former wing. Kerfo- uh, they, they also signed Dumba, which I don't really care for. But, yeah, they got, they got a whole slew of signings, those are the big ones. Um, they don't really have any really. Uh, Andrew Ladd, they, they're still available. He, they haven't re-signed him or, or signed him, or I guess would be re-signed. He's on their, he's on their list for free agency. So kind of surprised. This is, this is kind the of, one that's, that's kind of surprised. Kind of surprised. No one has picked has signed him. Well, you've got. Let's see, Patrice Bergeron retired. <clears throat> um, they, they just Boston like let everybody lose. Oh yeah, Boston. Let's see. Yeah, they. Uh, well, they did sign Van Riemsdyk. They lose each. They they got him, brought him back. Um, maybe he can run goalies again. Now he's back on Boston. <laughs> uh, let's see. But yeah, um, well, they they did. Well, I guess uh, Swayman must have went to arbitration because um, he just says he's awarded a contract. So I don't know why Boston would not. They must not wanted to pay what he wanted or something. Buffalo, uh, no real major signings. They had no major real signing for Boston or Buffalo. 
Uh, Calgary, nothing really on their front. Carolina, well, they got Bunting, your favorite player. Chicago, they didn't, did nothing new on their front. Colorado, not really anything there. Cagliano, maybe. Uh, Columbus, nothing, nothing, and they didn't say anybody. I don't know what Columbus is doing. Dallas, they signed Duchesne from the Predators. Other than that, nothing. Uh, Edmonton, nothing on their front. Florida, uh, not really, not really anything there. It's just a bunch of minor signings and re-signings for them. L.A., they signed Talbot. Uh, that's about it for them. Nothing really on Minnesota. Nothing. The only thing really Montreal did was they signed Newhook uh, from Colorado. That's a four-year deal. Uh, New Jersey, nothing really there. The Islanders, they didn't do nothing either. The Rangers signed a bunch, but nothing big. Um, Patrick Kane is still available. Uh, Ottawa, they had a couple. They you know they signed Tarasenko. Uh, other than that, that's about it. Nothing big on the Flyers' side. Penguins, they signed a bunch of players, but no really big signings. Uh, San Jose, nothing big on there. So is that, oh, that's not the Wings. Uh, Seattle... Nothing new on that. Oh, Flurry. I thought Flurry was. Oh, that's Kale Flurry. That's not. That's not the other one. Oh, St. Louis. Nothing new on their front. Nothing. Nothing big on their front. Nothing. Tam Tampa Bay didn't. Uh, nothing. Nothing real big for them. So. Uh, Toronto, nothing really big for them. And Vancouver, Vegas, and Washington, nothing, nothing real big for the, either of them. And nothing big for uh, Winnipeg. So that's that's about it for the for the Vrancies. So not not a lot of big names have gone. Uh, maybe just two or three. That leads us into. Let's see, we already talked about them. Uh, oh yeah, Patrick Hornquist finally retired. Uh, Fifteen seasons for him. He's he thirty-six years old. I just can't imagine. Like, I I'm only a few years older than thirty-six. Couple few. I can't imagine a few years back saying, "You know what? I'm done. I'm retiring, and I've got millions of dollars, and I've." I mean, I'm, I'm just speaking what I would have done, but I've got a lot of investments that I'm going to ride out for my entire retirement. So at 36 years old, I never have to do anything ever again. Like, I just, I can't even imagine that. Like, it's just, it's insane to think about. So him, between him and uh, Bergeron, I think the only, the only major retirements um, that I've heard, uh, you know, I, I mentioned Borowiczki retired from Predators. That was due to uh, the back. He had back issues, back injuries, so that's why he retired. Um, I can't remember how old he is. He's like, 
30 something so what else do we got going on i think that's about it for for that nothing new as far as news stories no nothing that i've seen just uh, um briefly as far as age it was still going on our, on our last episode uh but the bears ended up winning the color cup we thought we all thought coachella valley was gonna do it you know they they were looking good at home uh, you know, they won the first two games, but then the Bears, you know, and, um, you know, they actually, the Bears actually won uh, game seven in Coachella Valley. Uh, it was an overtime 3-2, but um, Coachella Valley pretty much, if they didn't play at home, they they, didn't, they weren't going to win. I guess that's why you want home ice advantage, but then again, it doesn't seem like that. It doesn't seem like that in the NHL. It seems like. In the playoffs, a lot of the, a lot of the road teams hit won games in, in in the playoffs as far as NHL. Um, but as far as Coachella Valley, they you know if they didn't play at home, I I, I can't remember. I had the record, uh, it, but it was abysmal. It was like three and six or something on the road. Um, so and I think they only won. They actually didn't win any road games in the in the finals. Um, Hershey won all their home games, and then they won the 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 one the game seven in Coachella Valley. So, so the Bears won the Calder Cup. The Vegas won the Stanley Cup. And um, next next month is September, and that means uh, preseason is about will be about starting. Yeah, just around the corner. And then um, our season three show will be or our season three, not season three show. Season three will be kicking off. In the first week of October, the schedule was actually released uh, a couple months ago. Predators, their home opener is on October 12th. So we'll probably be starting our season three show probably be Friday the 13th is when we can officially launch season three, maybe. So the Predators, uh, their home opener is, like I said, the 12th against Seattle, of course. Um, but they, they open, they open the regular season at Tampa Bay on the 10th. And then, um, you know, you know, we'll, we'll get more into that in our season three shows, but they got a tough five, first five games, you know, Tampa Bay, Seattle, at Boston, Edmonton is home, and then the Rangers. Uh, so that's a pretty tough uh, f- opening five games for the Predators. So see what, uh, see what they, ha- they have in store for the beginning of the season. Yeah, um, I mean, you want to see wins, but you also got to realize it's also a long season and, you know, things do happen, but yeah, you'd like to see him come out strong and really get Barry Trotz's tenure kicked off with a bang. But the and, way- and their new, and their new coach Burnett, <laughs> that would help. Yep. Give him some confidence. Um, the wings, you know, if we're doing the top five, then um, they actually start off. They have an exhibition home against Toronto on October 7th. Then they play uh Thursday at New Jersey uh October 12th Saturday October 14th in at home against Tampa and then they're traveling to Columbus on the 16th Pittsburgh on the 18th and it doesn't take very long for Alex to bring it to get his homecoming back to 
uh, Ottawa. So we'll see how that goes. I know it was a short season with them, but you know, I wonder how he's going to be perceived as he didn't want to sign in Ottawa and a lot of their fans took it as a negative, but he just wanted to, to play in Michigan. So thus, uh, actually the Pittsburgh is a home game. Uh, Tampa Bay is their home opener, but some similarities and the wings in the first in their first five games, they have th- three of their first five are on the road, and that's the same with the Predators. The Predators have three of their first five on the road, so that's kind of interesting. And it's and it's basically the same way. They they start on the road, then they're home, and they're on the road, then they're home, and they're road. So it's not like. And so they're both the same, you know, they, they have, instead of having like a couple home games here or a couple road games, they're like away home, away home. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that's the way it is for all the teams, but that's just, it's kind of funny how the, the Predators and the, the Wings schedule lined up like that. But, you know, and as far as the preseason, um, you know they got the the two games. The Predators had the two games against Carolina, um, and then uh, and then then Tampa Bay um, before they start the regular season. Uh, but in you know, and then uh, before, that's that's in October. But you know, September. You know, the very first preseason game. It's a, it's a it seems like it's a yearly thing. You know, annual thing. That, uh, it's a split squad with Florida. That is, and then uh, then they have a uh, a couple uh, preseason games against Tampa Bay. So it's like they, they play the same teams in, in in preseason every year. You know, Florida, Tampa Bay, and Carolina. So I, I guess I don't know if I like that or not. I kind of like. I mean, I know it's only preseason, and, and it's close. They're close by. You know, you don't want a lot of travel, but it would also be kind of nice to see them play. Other teams in the preseason. I mean, and they are—they're all Eastern Conference teams except for the Predators. So I don't know if they—they want to put trying to make if there's going to be another realignment. They're—they're going to try to put Nashville in the East. I don't know, but it is—it is what it is, and um, you know. So we got—I don't. You know, as far as uh, I don't see is, you know, make, and I know I don't want to be going too long without a show, um, but, you know, probably our next show will be in September sometime for uh, hopefully within the first half the month for preseason, preseason preview or whatever you want to call it, and then um, probably kick off the show, the season three Sometime in October, maybe the sixth or the thirteenth, maybe the sixth, because even though they haven't really started the started the season, but we'll we'll figure that out as as it gets closer. Um, but we're gonna have some new and exciting things happen coming up in season three, just kind of like we did in season two. And you know, every year is different. Every year we change, and season three. Hopefully going to be, you know, obviously this isn't a season three preview show, but, you know, we'll 
we're getting better. And like I said, this is a 66 episode. So I'm hoping we'll hit 100 sometime in next in this this coming season three. I think that's probably very likely. Well, that's about all we got. Um, and I'm sure we'll be more on video uh, coming up in season three. Um, probably won't be. Probably not until season three, anyway. Um, but I go bouncing back and forth between the two, working on some other things. Um, uh, possibly, maybe uh, on the technical side. For now, we're going to stick with Podbean and Twitch. But uh, that about wraps up episode six, sixty-six. Unless you got any more to add, any more, any more last things that you didn't get out. No, I think that's pretty much it. I'm just, I'm, I'm always very skeptical this time of year. Um, you're hoping the guys are getting bigger. You're hoping they're getting stronger and faster and developing, you know, quicker than anticipated. But you'll never know until they hit the ice. So it's, uh, you know, obviously more as preseason gets, gets ramped up, the news will get thicker and it'll be a little bit easier to, to pull some stories. But and uh that's all i have for tonight though and all the all, you know all the injured players that you know they'll be coming back and just wanted to add that uh forsberg is officially he's i don't want to say officially he is full strength he's back to <clears throat> back to the way he, you know he was so he's um he's recovered nicely and he's he was um Back to full strength, they say. Nice. So, so that'd be a huge plus. And now, he, now the just trick is just keep him healthy. Um, so, if he can do that, hopefully it'll be a nice, successful season, and maybe get the Predators and in, in back into the playoffs. Um, but another episode 66, getting closer to season three. Um, thanks for sticking with the podcast. Uh, I know it's been a couple months since we've had a new show. Um, but again, um, you know, I'll get back into my my regular season form. You know, as we get, you know, more on a regular show, I just kind of kind of lost there because kind of didn't have any show for about a month and a half or so. I agree to that. Um <laughs> I, I won't forget the social media <laughs> and it was right in front of my face too but anyway um, as always uh, you can get us on Facebook, Discord, Twitch and Instagram at Predwings Podcast and Twitter X or whatever you want to call it tomorrow YZ <laughs> and YouTube and YouTube at Predwings Pod, and our email is PredwingsPodcast at gmail.com. So, once again, thanks for tuning in to the Predwings Podcast. Good night, Hockey Town. See ya, Smashville. <laughs> <laughs>